Games and Junk Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and joining me today is John Lucero. Hello. He's got a better microphone now. Um, we've got your emails. Don't worry about that, about about the change in hosting. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm the host again. I was just sick the last time, so fuck you. I'm back. <laughs> I'm hosting. This is my goddamn show. I'm hosting. So anyway, um, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing that, John. I, yeah, I'm sure everyone yeah. like really relished listening to my awful, awful voice in that last one, so... Uh, to be fair, you talked quite a bit that last time too. Agree, <laughs> anyway. So, well. I like the sound of my own voice. Apparently, when I'm editing, yeah. so <laughs> and you would not believe how many coughs I had to edit out. Like I thought I caught most of them with the mute button, but apparently not so much. I was like, oh no, Jesus, there's a lot. And then you guys reacting to it made it a little harder to actually uh, catch most of that or cut most of that out. I was like, oh, there's no natural cut points. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just leave that one in. I guess so. It was a bit of an awkward one on my part. So anyway, uh, let's move on here. So let us go. Actually, let's 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 go run down what we've been playing real quick. John, you and I have both been playing Yakuza Zero quite a bit. I I think I conned you into that game, kind of, didn't I? Yeah, I've uh, I I really didn't play much this week, but the week before I played quite a bit of it. I like I like it quite a I like it a lot. It's good. That uh, game is just stupid silly. I I'm still kind of yeah. enamored with it. So yeah, it's uh, I think what uh the uh, local localization team should get quite a bit of credit for that game because i think they are a big part of why that game is so entertaining because it's, uh, it's a lot of you're reading constant dialogue in that game mm-hmm. unless you know japanese but uh <clears throat> so and the the way they've localized it for an american audience is pr- pretty damn good like i laugh quite a bit at at the jokes that they put in there like they use the word bro and rad quite <laughs> like like a some somebody maybe way too much, but it also it's pretty awesome that they use it that much. Yeah, it's uh the dialogue's a treat in that game for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if anybody actually said bro and rad that much in the eighties to begin with, but yeah. no, there it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's it's a charming game. It's weird as hell too. I think one of its uh, saving graces is um well actually uh, real quick, how what what chapter are you in right now? Uh, I think I'm like middle chapter fours is where I'm at. Okay, so you haven't gotten uh, to uh, yeah. playing uh, Kiryu yet. No, I'm I'm pretty much I'm r- wrapping up my first round of Majima, but I'm still or I'm I'm still him though. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. I just I just started up chapter five a little bit yesterday, and it gets as as weird as that whole thing is. Like it it gets even a little bit more weird to start out with there. So. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the opening. I don't want to say the opening segment, but the um within the first like ten or fifteen minutes of that of that section, you're just like, what? I don't understand how this game pulls off all of this stuff and manages to get away with most of it. So, yeah, those side missions, man, they are all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we we've talked about this off, or you know, I guess off the air too, and it just you know the, the helping a dominatrix who's shy. That was really <laughs> weird. <laughs> That was the first like side mission I found. <laughs> oh man, okay. Was, yeah, yeah. That was the first one I came across. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. The second one. The first uh, one I did. What, I was what did helping. Do? What did you do? Uh, the uh, the first one. I'm sorry. That yeah. was the second time I did it. <laughs> I, like I, say, uh, I don't. I don't want to know what you're doing while you're playing the game. Okay. <laughs> the first one was the uh, producer side quest. Did you, did you do that one? Mm-hmm. Or you? Uh, yeah. That that was the first one I did, and that one was that one was fun. It was funny. Uh, and then this dominatrix one where you have to help her get her confidence. And then this like naive boy walks up, like literally his name, his title is naive boy. Yeah. And he asks what you're doing. 
doing and uh kiryu like stops you can i think it's a dialogue choice but you can choose this like no uh no you it's just me and you right now you you're in charge of the situation ignore them yeah. so you do, you do the whole scene in front of these children in the because you're in the park practicing your dominatrix yeah, stuff it's really yeah i thought that was a weird choice of where they went to when we were when i, I did that and i was like um this had better pay off or they just got really chintzy with uh with how much they wanted to didn't want to like create another place for them to go to. And then I was like, Oh, okay. That's what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Like they, they definitely, uh, use their budget. Well, you can tell that they had to, there's some stuff that they, it's not quite triple a, but they, uh, they, they get, they get past it with some style and good writing. So yeah, it's, it's a good game. Yeah. <laughs> my, 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 like kind of my favorite thing about this whole game is, just how like serious and actually pretty well written the like the main overarching story is, and yeah. it's pretty. I don't want to say it's pretty dark, but it's like it's pretty dark and like brooding. But I think if that was the game by itself, it may just be a little too much. But I think those side missions break it up with some like with just the right amount of humor and silliness that you kind of like walk away from just how like ooh this there's a lot of rough stuff going on in this game here. So it's. I think it does a very good job of taking you out of the dark spaces that it goes to in some or in some parts of the game and puts you like in, in just, like I said, that silly mode of like, okay, it, it breaks it up enough that it, it doesn't have you constantly in this dark mood where you're like, Oh man, this game's, this game's kind of a bummer. Yeah. They, like those early uh, interactions with the Yakuza lieutenants and Kiryu are very tense. Like mm-hmm. they're very, they're, the, the whole time they're talking very low, and it's just a really serious conversation about and but and then you get to, but then you get to the combat and it's all over the top uh ridiculous uh like wrestling moves and roundhouse kicks and stuff like that the uh yeah and when the you nice beat t- the shit yeah. out of people like they literally explode with money which is pretty great <laughs> yeah yeah that's how you get your money is you beat the shit out of people to get to take their money um but they they always attack you first. You never you you never uh, instigate. You just deal with them. Yeah, I uh, thought that was kind of an interesting yeah. thing. Of like, you're you're kind of a bad guy, but you're not so bad that you just go and like rough people up. You you have to you have to be attacked basically. Yeah, um, the the game has a nice a nice little touch where it it blasts words on the screen in a very cool font about what you're supposed to be doing next, like who you're fighting or what your next mission is. It's just, it's the game's very in your face when you're in the open world. And, but when you're in the cutscenes, like you said, it's very serious. And there's a whole, there's a very like layered, layered plot going on. But in the, in the rest of the world, it's just all, it's very in your face. It's, it's a very sharp contrast. And I think it does a really good job of setting what the, as far as I know, you know, of course I wasn't around for a good, well, I was around for most of the eighties, just not really, you know, aware, I guess enough to really, <laughs> but you know, of like, and what Japan was like back then, it does a very good job of like, just showing you like, okay, this place is like packed to the gills and there's businesses everywhere. I mean, and that's part of the thing I like about the money exploding out of people is just everyone just had money just to piss away. Cause this was their bubble era. So it was just like. You know, they would wave like, you know, equivalent of like hundred dollar bills just to flag down a taxi. Basically, it's like, oh, OK, that's that's intense. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, like uh, the light, all, the lighting, the colors, like I like how the city changes at night, too. Like mm-hmm. you would it just it just has a different feel to it just just by the just the mood change. It's uh, 
yeah, I like a lot of things about this game. Um, it, I, I I was I brought up the combat earlier. I thought I think the of course I'm not super deep into it, but the skill tree so far hasn't felt very uh, affecting. I guess I don't feel like I'm getting that much better at anything. I don't know if you feel the same, but uh, um, I, I felt like yeah. Oh, go ahead. Just go, go ahead. No. Uh, uh, like some of the moves that I've picked out that haven't felt very vital or like I'm getting or like I'm getting better at combat. I feel like I'm still doing the same stuff. Even there are a lot of different uh, styles to choose between, which is nice. But I, uh, but I'm Majima. I generally am just swinging my bat around quite a bit because uh, that's just effective. I feel like I haven't really changed much in the combat. Since. Yeah, that's sort of the one. I wouldn't say my. Yeah, that's kind of my my one complaint is the combat does seem a little too simplistic despite its appearance of depth it's there, there's there's a lot of options to upgrade but most of them just seem like well i just want to get the extra health basically yeah uh like there, i have moves like a flying knee you know in like a, a diving kick but they really aren't that effective and uh i've generally just been doing the same stuff the i also don't remember being taught how to block in that game i, I found out you could actually do that on my own <laughs> I don't remember them telling me. I probably just missed it, but I thought that was a, that was weird too. You know, uh, I, I they, they they must have taught you because, but like I don't think I managed it until. Have you done the uh, weapons trading with Majima yet? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Until I started fighting him, and I got to the last one. Like I, I got through all of those without blocking, and then I got to the katana one, and I was just like, I can't beat him. He's just wiping the floor with me. And I was like, wait a second, I bet you there's a way to block in this game. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. And I started blocking. I'm like, oh, well, this makes this a lot easier. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the, whip, the weapons guy, he, they have the, uh, the whole system of, like, it's basically the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood thing where you send people out to, 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 bring, to get you supplies and stuff. Yeah. Which is cool. Which is cool. And it's like a really cool, like, uh, soundtrack for that section. And the menus are really awesome. But. I find I haven't found it very useful, like in practice, doing yeah. doing any of that stuff. I'm thinking that's something that's gonna come into play, maybe a little bit more towards the latter half of the game, because in the beginning, like you're really just hiring some cheap people who aren't really bringing back anything really great. Like I, I gave, you know, the like, or I did like the most expensive agent and sent her out, and I kind of just ended up with like a pair of nunchuck. And I was like, well, yeah. He, that broke yeah, in the, the first fight I used them. So <laughs> Yeah, the weapons are cool, but I also don't really like switching away from the other styles when I'm using the weapons. Cause yeah. I, is there a, there's not really a skill tree for that, so I don't know. It's just the combat is looks really cool. I just wish there was more to it. Yeah. Are you playing on uh or what difficulty are you playing on? Uh normal, I think, whatever the norm base difficulty is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I put it on easy because I was like, well, maybe I don't have the you know, like I, I've gone over this before. Like I don't time wise, like I don't have a, the time to sort of invest in constantly getting better at something like with that, where I'm going to feel like I'm hitting a wall. So I just kind of default to easy most of the time. And I'm kind of regretting that. And I think I might actually bump it up to normal. Cause I am literally just plowing through everything. Yeah. I think you might want to, cause I, the combat's not that, not that hard on, on normal for me at least. So I feel like on easy, it would be, kind of mind numbing after a little while it's still kind uh, of fun because i i get that um that like lightning bonus constantly 
is I'll like, you know, just beat the shit out of them within less than five seconds, basically. Like that's something else. Like it gives you all these bonuses. And I, I, up until yesterday, I never hit the options button to see what these bonuses were. And then you start seeing like how you can earn more money. And like one of them is the lightning one, which I think gives you like four times the bone or four times the bonus. And it's beat somebody or, you know, basically beat somebody down within four or five seconds of hitting them for the first time. So just like, oh, okay, well, that got me to start using the, oh. the brawler and the thug style more often because it's a little more one-on-one based rather than the yeah. bat has a nice, like, spread of damage. Yeah, it can do. I've, yeah, I definitely use the bat the most, but I thug is cool. You can poke their eyes and stuff, but I've, yeah. I found the bat, to, the bat to be too too effective. Have you, um, have you, you haven't unlocked a third style yet then? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't, yeah. I, it's 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 literally breakdancing. It's kind of ridiculous. Okay. Um, you yeah, see these guys like breakdance. They're doing like a breakdance battle on a bridge, and it does you know. And you're watching one guy just like flip around, and then it does that like you know like holy shit moment that it does yeah, when like yeah. you know you see something new or whatever. And it's like okay, that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, and he literally says holy shit. By the way, to you guys listening, it's not like it's not like just what we call it. He literally goes holy shit and then he knows a new fighting move yeah, you know, a yeah. new fighting style yeah he's got a whole yeah. new style that he just develops in his head by seeing somebody just do a bunch of kickflips it's like oh, oh, okay that's that's fascinating yeah. i don't know how you manage that but good for you dude yeah um, um uh, you know as far as I, like battle styles to the in kitty's one um i i don't like the the beast one uh I like it in concept, but I don't like how slow you are when you're doing it. Yeah, it's kind of um, nice that you can like you can tank through some stuff, like you can take some damage and just walk through it. But it just like, yeah, it doesn't really see. It's like by the time I use it, it's like by the, or by the time I do it, it's like I could have beaten somebody down in brawler or um. Oh God, what's what's the really cr- fast crazy one? I'm, that's uh, one I, rush, rush, rush. That, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's the one I use the most, and it's like I could have already beaten somebody down by the time I get like one or two punches in. Yeah, I the thing I like about Monster is it has a little more of the uh, the uh, heat moves, a little more variety to those because you have different weapons all the time. Yeah, because yeah. the heat because the, the heat moves are cool, but you've I feel like I've seen them all already. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish there was more environmental stuff. I know I like that you can pick up a bunch of stuff, hit people with it, but I wish there was a little more. Uh, a variety in those like finishing moves yeah they're really um, cool yeah i mean like you know like it's the first one like you pick up and you use a goddamn motorcycle you're swinging a motorcycle around at somebody it's like that's kind of a fucking crazy concept yeah yeah uh it's but yeah uh, other than like some combat complaints i don't have much other things to complain about uh the side quest structure is that like it seems to be like a pretty a pretty popular one now just a bunch of really quick things that you can r- run through and do really quick that are fun and have a some decent writing in them uh they i've i've done a bunch of them too they they pop up constantly yeah <laughs> as soon as you like uh there's there's there such a there really is such a variety to all of them and then all the different activities you can do other than that like from gam from different like 20 different kinds of gambling to going disco dancing and of course the karaoke thing which is awesome yeah <laughs> uh, 
yeah, it's a cool it's a cool game. The story's in the story's interesting, and I hope to see, hopefully I'll see it through. I got some games coming up, so it's probably gonna go on the back burner for a little bit, but I hope to finish it eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna try to finish this before Zelda comes out in a couple weeks, because once Zelda comes out, that's kind of what's gonna get my attention. So I'm I'm hoping like now that I've kind of got the feel for the way the game plays, like I can kind of briskly get through it now, but. I'm like I said, I just wrapped up uh, chapter four and it sort of leaves you on a cliffhanger and it's like, oh, I want to okay. get back to Majima's story. God damn it. And I'm like back to Kiryu and it, and it slows this pace down again to like, like I said, you're just in the middle of just, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it, it's kind of like, what in the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah, it's uh... Okay. Yeah, my one regret I, so far is I haven't gotten the uh, I haven't gotten the real estate chicken yet, so it's, I'm hoping to get that soon. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see the real estate chicken. Um, yeah, it's a cool game. I I'm glad you talked me into getting it, even though you didn't really talk me into it. You just talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I talked you into getting it by praising it enough. So yeah, maybe yeah, we'll go with that. But yeah, it's like I said, I'm I'm glad. And then we're seeing um, yeah, we're seeing Kiwami come out sometime this summer so i mean this is and then i think seven is coming out sometime beginning of next year so it's like we're getting a we're getting a yakuza game every six months it seems like and it's kind of and you know based on what i'm playing now i'm i'm okay with that and i'm i'm down for more yakuza once this comes out so yeah it's, i mean uh if if they keep if they keep uh being as good as this i guess so yeah i'll take many more of these they're awesome yeah yeah i mean the, Very, the, the the pace can slow down i don't need one every six months but maybe like one every like couple of years would be awesome i mean especially if they like remake two yeah. this way that's you know not a ps2 yeah. thing so yeah if they just remade all of them slowly over time yeah i'd even be okay with just like an up version of the ps3 ones all four of them because there's three four five and dead souls oh and six uh, oh God. Yeah, five is five is PS3 is four PS3. I think four might be PS3. Yeah, yeah, three is two. So there's three, four, five. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of Yakuza games. I think like I said, I think there's like four or five just on the PS3 alone. And then there's like the ones that take place in like feudal Japan, I think, or the Meiji era uh, Japan oh. that we we oh. haven't seen out here. So I'm half tempted to like maybe import one and get go go through it on a wiki, but it's like I don't have time for that. And like you know, I barely got time for the one I have right now. So maybe I should just hold off on that. Yeah, it's uh, that's a lot of games yeah, for sure. <laughs> in a series. Yeah. All right, so moving on from Yakuza Zero, John, uh, you've been playing some Metal Gear, so or uh, Metal Gear Solid Five specifically. So let's uh, let's talk about Metal yes, Gear Solid Five the, a little bit. Yes, the Phantom Pain. Uh, yeah, I lo- we've talked. I've mentioned this many times. But I love Metal. I love Metal Gear. It's my favorite series. Uh, and Five is no different. It's a. I wasn't on this podcast when it came out but i did play a lot of it and i also read your review pretty recently jason uh and i mostly agree with it i think uh you might give it more of a pass for the story stuff than i do though okay it's Uh, been about a year since i wrote it so you might have to remind me on some of it but yeah you like you like generally you uh you had very similar thoughts to me on it uh and of course, like you can do, it's hard to do anything but praise the game, at least for gameplay wise. Like it, it is a system on top of system on top of system, and they all. It should be overwhelming, and it mostly isn't, which is which is really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the whole there's the they have a whole base building mechanic, which is which is cool. I feel they don't they they don't quite go as far as they could with it though. It kind of feels empty when you're at the base. 
it's it's cool to build it, but when you're there, I I, re- I rarely ever go back to see it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's I'm some mostly, there's, there's some stuff you can dick around and do there, but there's, it's really yeah. it's kind of outside of its own thing. So yeah, and um, and I think uh, I think you also mentioned that I agree with is that this game could have really benefited from like a new game plus or something like that because there like it would be nice to be able to play through i mean i guess you can play through the missions again if you want to but yeah anyway i've just been doing a bunch of cleanup stuff uh i haven't played it in like a year and a half i for the first 45 minutes of me of me playing it was going through all the new things that they added since i stopped playing <laughs> like the uh they added the challenge i don't know when they added this they added the like the challenge list and things you could cl- you could uh, for doing things in the game, you get rewards for it. I and think it that kept was it, it pretty early, like 2016. They did that. Yeah, so that was it. Was nice that they at least uh, gave me credit for all the things I had done. So I had like uh, like 150 different things to click through <laughs> to give me stuff because I had done so much in the game. I put about. 70 hours into it which is compared to you is not that much time at all from what i from what i could see um uh, if i'm remembering right i think i ended up like closing out at about a, about 180 hours okay yeah, yeah it's because i uh, um, i really got back into it like i i went out last year um because my because of a hip injury and it sort of just hit that sweet spot of like well i guess i'm just gonna play this forever and i mean i never <laughs> really I, I probably could still be playing that game, honestly. So, I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's... And playing it again, like, it still feels... It feels so good playing it. Like, everything controls just the way you want it. I've... The side the side ops never last too long. And they're... I'm still... I, don't only, I literally just got 50% uh, completed this morning of side ops. And... Uh, I, need, I have one more story mission left of the 50 that they have. Even though calling it a story mission is weird, one more of the main of the main fifty missions. I have one more left because they like a third of them aren't story missions whatsoever. They're just rehashed versions of the old ones. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. Yeah, the did you get the true ending to that game? No, I watched it on YouTube. That was that's kind of okay for me. I get, so I got the true ending to that game. That's about uh, where I stopped. That was when I stopped. After I got that, pretty much after I got that, uh, it, I have a weird, I have a weird feeling about that too because it's like the one Metal Gear thing in that game, like the one Metal Gear moment where it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, it just oh the the, the guy sto- who's spreading uh, a, a virus through the English language isn't enough. Uh, I mean that's that's whatever you <laughs> okay. know you can. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Yeah, it's really really gives you a nice sense of what Kojima actually thinks about Westerners, but yeah, yeah, he, they it's okay. It's really they're really like subtle and like low key about it too. Just like every Metal Gear game, like they aren't definitely they aren't in your face about it whatsoever. And uh, so it's really restrained on Kojima's part. I was impressed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Kojima known for his restraint. Yeah. Sometimes, and when I think about this game, sometimes I could be like, "Yeah, this is the best Metal Gear game ever made," and then, but then I get to say it's my least favorite of the numbered ones, at least. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can and... I can see that. Like gameplay wise, it's it's the best. I, I oh I head and shoulders, head and shoulders. I don't yeah, yeah. I don't think there's an argument to be made there. Yeah. Um, overall, like I would say, like fun I've I had with it. Like I really enjoyed it, and I think I even put it in like one of the captions in the uh, in my review was like you know real men use D dog. And, you know, that's, that's why I stuck with the whole time was D-Dog, because I was just like, yeah, I don't need anybody else. I mean... Oh, no. Quiet's the best. No. No, I'm sorry, I've... D-Dog. But anyway. Uh... Nope. Nope. Quiet can clear out a whole base by yourself. That's Quiet's that... the best. That's that, that's great. <laughs> I, I that's, that's really what I want, is Metal Gear to become a game I play even less than I need to. <laughs> hey, it's a stealth game. You're, you're on a sneaking mission, Jason. Right, right. Okay. And so I'm supposed to be sneaking, not having some, some girl who, uh, you know... Has uses photosynthesis to charge herself, clear it out for me. I'm so glad they cleared up the thread on why the end could get photosynthesis. I was really like the whole time. I was like, God, how can he do? Why does he? Why can he do that? Let's spend half a game explaining that mechanic Ugh, yeah, of a, of one boss from one game. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, honestly, I would have rather known more about the goddamn parrots. <laughs> Did you ever eat the parrot? By the way. Um, no, no. You, yeah, that that's a good, that's a, that's a fun way to, to, to finish that fight. You know, he I think one of the out. other fun ways is uh, just turn yeah. the clock up on your PS2. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. And he's just dead. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is great. God, that boss fight. Anyway, we're talking about five. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they're so closely related to each other. It's kind of hard yeah, to talk about it, one with the other. It, and then that's another thing that like disappoints me is because Big Boss is my favorite Metal Gear, Metal Gear character of all the characters. I like Big Boss the most. Mm, what's it taste and like? I, yeah, and I feel like they like squander his entire like uh, backstory in Peace Walker and in Five. Like they could they could have gone so many different ways with it, but Peace Walker is just them basically rehashing the story, the end of three constantly. Like. He killed the boss. Isn't that sad? Like constantly. It's all Peace Walker is for like 90% of that game is like reminding you that he killed the boss and how sad it is. And it was sad. That's like one of my, that's, that's like my, that's my favorite ending in a game, but you, it, you ruin it by bringing it up constantly. That's the, like, it's, uh, ugh. and then this now, one. Now, wait a second. Are you saying Kojima ruined something because he got so far up his own ass? Oh God. Blasphemy. Three is. <laughs> Three is so perfect because three is like the least up his own ass he ever got. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's I'm, clearly someone else helped write that game. I was just going to say, I part know, of me wonders yeah. how much he actually had to do with that game because it's by, yeah. it's by yeah. and large my favorite Metal Gear. Yeah. Uh, it, I believe the only one he wrote completely by himself, I think might have been maybe one. I'm pretty sure four is definitely all Kojima. And that totally shows in all of four. That's straight up all Kojima. Yeah. Uh, I, be- I believe three he ha- people helped write three. Uh, I would also believe Kojima wrote all of two by himself, <laughs> at yeah. least the end of two. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was supposed to be his send off for it, and then I don't think I- I'm trying to remember like because I remember like reading like I think it was OPM or maybe like PSM like way back in the day. I mean, this was like before it came out, and like you know he wasn't supposed to do this or he wasn't supposed to do three, and then he like I think like mid production that he got brought back into it like okay and then it's just it's like i said part of me just wonders like how much of that having kojima come in the middle of it may have actually helped make that game as good as it was yeah it's 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 so weird when you just look at the story for the the main five the main five and just how much of an outlier three is is crazy in terms of just and how like straightforward 
and and how much it actually kind of makes like, sense despite the uh you know yeah. the guy who you know can do, yeah. Do, yeah use electricity and yeah yeah oh and the bee man yeah <laughs> don't forget the bee man yeah uh <laughs> I, I i think my i know we're getting off on a little tangent here with metal gear solid yeah. 3 but i think my favorite part of metal gear solid 3 is um which was the boss where he like brings you into that river the sorrow the sorrow i think my favorite part is like when you shoot any of the soldiers in in the groin and you're walking oh, yeah, through they... them they're, i'm useless now <laughs> yeah they fucking and they're just holding their dick and it's like bleeding yeah it's <laughs> it's kind of my it's it's kind of one of my favorite touches in a video game we're just like oh, yeah wow, it's just, yeah metal gear has always been about been i guess good about that and that it turn it can turn like really serious things into very not serious things on the foot on the <laughs> uh just like at the snap of a finger immediately not serious like <laughs> Uh, yeah. because you're you're walking down this this river of death and it's like oh man these are all people I like, killed and then oh wait that guy's holding his dick <laughs> and then it's like uh, yeah like I said I I uh, think like outside of um his outside of um you know Big Boss's uh some of the codec conversations about food like I think just the like I'm useless now is like my favorite line in any of the Metal Gear games it's just like okay I I don't know why that one stuck with me so much but it's like I, I love this game. Mine will always be Nano Machine Sun from Rising. That's the greatest Metal Gear line ever written. That's the that's the it's it explains everything. It's the in two words. Uh, yeah, yeah, that pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, we should get back on yeah. to five here. So, um, yeah. quick question: Did you ever actually play um, the online for this one? Uh, when it first came out, I played it for like a few rounds with a friend, but that's that's about it. So okay. yeah, that's all I get into. Yeah, I tried to it's, play it a little bit, and it's it's kind of not my thing. Like, um, actually, the whole reason I got a PS3, like when I did, was I got an invite uh, to uh, for the like Metal Gear Online beta for when uh, four was coming out, and I was like, I I, I got to get a PS3 now. It's like I have to get this because I want to play this, and like I played I played MGO quite a bit on the um you know on the Metal Gear Solid Four version, and. This one, I don't know, it just didn't grab me despite this one having better gameplay. I think maybe it's because Metal Gear Solid 3's, or Metal Gear Solid 4's online still felt like Metal Gear. And this one just feels like a like a good third-person action shooter game. So maybe that's kind of why I'm like, eh, I'm not as attached to it. Yeah, it's just, I never really got into any of the online stuff for any of them. So it didn't, like, I thought it played well, I thought, so... And there were some interesting ideas. Honestly, I don't remember that much about it. When you come to think of it, it's uh, I just remember it was I enjoyed what I played, but that's not why I play Metal Gear. So I just and I have I have other online games to play if I want to play online games. Yeah, uh, so you got Overwatch. I don't think you need to play Metal Gear. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but five is but uh, online aside, five is a great. It's a, it's great. But it's always how I think of five, uh, because like they, I would, I think I would have less of a problem if they didn't call it five. If it would just Metal Gear Solid: The Phantom Pain. Yeah. But the, like uh, the I the when you know when you number a Metal Gear Kojima, <laughs> uh, there is a there is an expectation that there will be some ridiculous plot line throughout the game. There is. Uh, because even for how for how much we make fun of it, and and it's well deserved, I love the Metal Gear storyline. So it's it's stupid, and 
and nonsensical constantly, uh, but I I still want it in the games. Yeah. So it's- you know, and like get kind of bringing this back around to the Yakuza Zero talk we had before. Like I think Yakuza kind of out Metal Gear's Metal Gear when it comes to that. Like it 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 does the silly stuff so well, and it does the serious stuff like so much better than I think Metal Gear does. It's just the absurdity of the plot isn't there with or that like it is in Metal Gear, and I think that's maybe what I don't. It doesn't detract from that at all, or from Yakuza at all, because you know the Yakuza game and the narrative by itself is just wonderful. But Metal Gear Solid is just this oddball goddamn series. I've never really. It's hard to explain to anybody because like the first few of them, it's, you're like you know they're they're it's a crazy story and they're fun, but they don't really control very well and. You know, yeah. you've got all these weird little systems you kind of have to make, you know, think about. And then you don't play for a lot. You kind of have to sit there and, like, listen to these radio messages for a long time. It, it, it's like you think about it. It's like this is a hard sell for anybody. If you don't – if you're trying to sell Metal Gear to somebody for the first time, it's like, man, I don't I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, I uh, – me and a friend, I sat him down. We watched the movie on the on – the, uh, HD collection of uh, three, like mm-hmm. all the cutscenes that, that you can do. Yeah. We watched all. We watched the, basically three the movie, and if I and he loved it because that that one, uh, all the codec stuff is pretty pretty optional. Most of the codec stuff in that game is uh, it's great. All it's got some it's got like some of the best codec stuff in it. I agree. But it it's not integral to it. A lot of the cutscenes are in game, so it's which helps because one and two are just constant codec calls. Two especially, two is like <laughs> Jack. Do you know uh, what day it is? Yeah. Oh, Rose. Oh, <laughs> why does she? I don't know. I don't know if I hate her or Naomi more. Probably Rose. But yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I think Rose is a much more deplorable character, honestly. God, she sucks so bad. Where are your posters? Who? <laughs> what, bitch? <laughs> I I'm trying to save the fucking world right now. Jack, we got do time. you have a minute? No. Yeah. No. Kind of busy. No, I don't, Rose. <laughs> Bitch, back up off me. I just, I just fought a vampire, Rose. I don't have time to talk about this. Like... <laughs> oh, oh, vamp! Fucking goddamn it! <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, Metal Gear Solid Five. Let's wrap. It up. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, five, five is great. It's if you just want to. A, the best playing game in the series. Like, if I want, if your question is, how, if I want to play Metal Gear, which one plays the best? It's five, bar none, uh, followed by four, but it's not that close. Uh, and if you don't, and it, it's, I guess, it's okay to jump into if you don't care about the story, uh, because because you will not know what's going on. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's it's light on the cutscenes too, so. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to talk talk about the series. People that didn't know, know nothing about the series. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a weird one. I mean, part of me would like to say just like play the first one, and if you can get into it from there, it's good. But oh god, if, yeah. If you if you get into the first one, like you're golden because that game is it's aged probably the best of any PS one game, but that's still not a very high compliment. It's it's uh. It's a little rough around the edges to look at these yeah. days. If you, if you, if you, I guess you could read up on, you could read the plot of one 
and then play the HD collection because those play better. Two and three play better. Um, but I think you're missing out on a lot if you don't play one. Um, one, if you're going to play it, I would recommend like playing it on the Vita or the or the PSP. Yeah. Like I think yeah. it's um, I think it's a much better like game to play on those just because the aspect ratio and the screen size it doesn't bring it up to. Like, oh, wow, 65 inches of terrible PS1 graphics. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, yeah. two, I think, would probably be the hardest one to sell to people, I think, just because of how weird oh, it man. is and just how off the rails two, I think it falls. Yeah. But Two is my second favorite Metal Gear, but I could easily see it being someone's least favorite Metal Gear because yeah. of that. The end of, the, the end of that game, god damn. God damn. Yeah, I mean, they had to cut that whole segment out, like, you know, with the Twin Towers and everything, too. It's yeah. like, I mean, it was a yeah. it was a very, like, last-minute kind of cut because of 9-11, yeah. but it was just like, oh, boy, okay, well, yeah, that, that whole ending section is weird, and, like, I wanted more ride-in with the sword, but, you know, but I guess we got ended up with the whole game with that, but it wasn't quite the same, but, you know. It's, yeah, then just going down the rabbit hole story-wise in 2 is one of the most memorable things of metal gear, but it can also, it would also, if you, if you get through two and you like two, then I think you can, you'll be, you'll like any other game in the series. I, I don't even so, know. Like if you can, if you yeah. get through two and yeah. weren't like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever played in my life. You can get through the rest of them pretty easily. Cause the rest of them are a lot yeah. more coherent. There are a lot, they make a lot more sense when, you, when, as far as like just writing goes, I mean, four is a little weird too, but it's not nearly as bad. So yeah, four definitely is is the one you have to play the other. You have to play the other ones first. Yeah, I made the mistake of playing four before I played three, and there was a lot of um, yeah, there was a lot of like, what the fuck just happened? I don't know what happened. Yeah, and then of course we've talked about it. Three is that sweet spot. I think it's if you if you if you don't want to play the old ones, if you just want to, it's the best. It's standalone enough to where I think you could just play three, and be okay with it. Um, because yeah. it's a prequel. But it's uh, and you and look, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's a. The legacy collection is, is not even a good way to, to recommend that because it's, it's probably hard to find now and it's. Yeah. You know, I I I think it's it's not easy to find like on store shelves, but like price wise, I think it's pretty cheap. I think you can probably get it for like thirty dollars these days. If I'm remembering right. Yeah, and it comes and, with the VR the, missions too, which is kind of nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah, we it's it's a series that we have we would dedicate an entire podcast to. We could dedicate an entire podcast to. So, yeah, Luke it, and Connor and I were supposed to do that at some point, like last year, and we yeah. just never got around to it. So I think well, the planning was happening, and then my uh, my my hip surgery happened, and I just kind of was like, I can't do this. I'm half drugged up most of the time. Great. So, and I couldn't sit for like more than like thirty or forty minutes at a time without wanting to hang myself for about a month. So. <laughs> it's, yeah uh five five is a damn good game though so that's, i'm gonna end it with there i don't want i I, I could there's so many tangents uh but yeah yeah we could turn we, we, probably, yep, probably. Yep, we can turn the tangents into a whole podcast which will i think we want to do yeah. eventually we'll get there i don't know when but we're gonna get there so uh moving on i want to talk about one thing i kind of stopped playing um hold on hold on i want you let's see i don't know if you can hear that <laughs> okay. You know what's coming? <laughs> oh no, what's coming? Oh, 
This is terrible. This is the worst opening oh. song to a video game ever. Okay, that's enough of that. Anyway, so that was uh that was the thing for Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah. It's uh Man. It's kinda of... <laughs> That sounds that doesn't sound good at all. No, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. Uh you know, I'm I've I've gotten very cool on that game. Uh, I got my Donald character, and I kind of stopped playing because you sort of have to. The whole game is based around basically having five star characters, and I have one, and it's not really a character I like. And the further I've gotten into it, the further or the harder I've had in advancing, and it really just wanted me to sink money into the uh, you know into the gotcha mechanic of it, and I'm kind of kind of over it, unfortunately. So I'm hoping they change some stuff for it, but. That's why I keep logging in, just collecting the daily bonuses, and then I log right back out and go play uh, Final Fantasy, all the, uh, not all the bravest, uh, Record Keeper, which is DNA's previous game before they sort of got bought out by Nintendo, um, and I think it's a much better game. So, originally, I, I did kind of like Fire Emblem Heroes. It was a nice little, like, quick burst of strategy game that, yeah, but as you get further, it definitely relies much more heavily on you having a four or five star characters and i like i said i it's just yeah it's it's hard to get the ones you want i mean you know i i know that's part of the thing with the gacha games is you know constantly pumping money in to get something you want but it's like i would pay five bucks or ten bucks for like a five-star tunnel but yeah the, the option isn't there i could spend a thousand dollars and not get a five-star tunnel so i'm like yeah, no i'm i think i'm good i think i'm good for now so uh actually uh, Funnily enough, going from that to another mobile game, I actually started playing Pokemon Go again because uh, the second generation oh, released. Yeah, the, the uh, update. Was... Yeah, I've gotten about 15 of those, I think, so far in just the last few days. So, uh, Who'd you get? Jeez, uh, hold on, let me pull it up. You know, or, I am, or at I, least, uh, who, who's your, who, who are your favorite ones that you got, at least? We don't um, name you know, all of them, I guess. I, uh, here's the thing. I kind of skipped Pokemon for the most part from... The first generation all the way to um, Pearl, Diamond, and uh, okay. Platinum. So I miss the whole one. So like a lot of these Pokemon are just, I want to say completely unfamiliar See, to me. Because when I was going through last year trying to create my living Pokedex, that was, I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't even know this yeah. one existed. But yeah. You know, yes, really, uh, I was going to say gold's my favorite. So these, these, these ones probably have a would have more nostalgia for me than they would for you, I guess. Yeah. So. I, I do like the look of, uh, I guess it's Ipom. He's like the monkey with the tail with a hand on it or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Hoot Hoot's kind of cute. But other than that... Mm. <laughs> yeah, Hoot Hoot's cute, and, but the evolution, not so much. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it, it, it's still... It's this owl that wants to look kind of badass, but it's still kind of fat. So it's like, okay, well, you're not really that cool. So And it's kind of useless. Uh, one of my... It's got Hound Doom though, and he's like one of my favorite Pokemon. And then Hound, uh, Hound, Hound Dower, Hound, Hound Dower, yes, Do- 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 I don't know, yeah, yeah, however you say it. But yeah, I've, I've got two of those right now, and this uh, spot I can hit home on uh, on my way home from work. Uh, it kind of spawns them kind of regularly, so I caught like four of them in the last, or I think two days. I've caught four of them there, just like kind of cruising past it in my car. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just kind of hit these on my way home from work every day, and maybe I'll end up with a Hound Doom soon yeah he's a he's a he's a cool pokemon he's kind of like a a 13 year old's idea of cool but i still like i still find him pretty cool looking <laughs> that's probably because you were like yeah. Yeah. like less than 13 year old or 13 years old when it when that came out i was 
Oh, when gold came out, oh, I was God, probably yeah. six or seven. <laughs> yeah. You do realize. I don't um, know. I don't. Yeah. We, we've been over how much older I am than you. I was in high school yeah. when the first Pokemon <laughs> came out. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm, tw- I'm 23. So I just turned 23. So it's. Uh, yeah. I was out. I think the goal was 2000, around 2000. That maybe sounds about right. That sounds about right. Because it was. 98 maybe when uh maybe even 97 yeah i want to say 98 was when red and blue came out yeah yeah was was yellow 99 then yeah maybe 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 it was even 2000 because i uh i i actually played the imported version of yellow for a while okay it's like one of the first games i imported so (laughs) yeah so yeah the the johto stuff is uh some of my some, some of my favorite pokemon in there the, the like the one thing I'm actually kind of sitting on is I got a bunch of extra EVs because I, I figured like as they go, like I'm going to need the extra EVs for the evolutions. And uh, tomorrow my daughter and I are going to evolve a bunch of them or a, or get, yeah. I think it's Espeon and Umbreon. So, yeah, I like Umbreon a lot. It might be my favorite EV evolution, but uh, I think I think you got a good look. Uh, Espeon's all right, too. I still like Flareon as far as look wise, but I think uh, I think usefulness wise, um Oh geez, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like the fairy one that got introduced in the last gen or in Generation Seven. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I kind of remember what it looks like. I don't remember what it's called. It's a, it's a, it's a very pretty pony kind of looking thing. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of looks like uh like like if Evie went to a my or you know the My Little Pony uh universe and came back and was like, hey, look at me. It's like, oh, boy, okay, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> Somebody, uh, somebody learned how to accessorize a little bit. So, anyway, um, as far as games I've been playing, oh, and I, I played Age of Empires two a little bit. I don't know what really got me to play it. I, um, if you paid, I don't know. Like I, I drop hints sort of as like podcasts I listen to, but HG one hundred one's top forty seven thousand games of all time is one of them. And this last episode they did, they actually talked about Age of Empires two, and I thought it. It was just odd timing because I had played Age of Empires 2 like three days before that episode came out. So it's like it wasn't like I was influenced by that. It just was like, you know, I kind of want to play this. I haven't played this in like probably 10 years, 15 years. And I was like, I want to play this. And, you know, that game's pretty good still. The walls are way overpowered because I remember like my strategy when I first started playing it was just like build walls as soon as possible. Because unless you develop siege weapons, those walls are just nigh indestructible. So it's like, yeah, okay, this is. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine here. I can just kind of hunker down and build what I need to. It does make the game a little yeah, too easy in some instances, but yeah, that's all right. Yeah. It's, good, it's a good strategy game, or RTS. Yeah, uh, I guess it's an RTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, uh, uh, it's one of the few that I've played. I've played a lot of the older ones. I can't, I'm not too great at them, though, so I like I like them in concept, uh, not, not as much in practice. Like, I like, I've played, I've, Starcraft probably the one I played the most, uh, and that's. But I played a little Age of Empires. I played Age of Mythology. You ever play that? No, that I played that good, one. That was a nice twist on the Empire strategy with uh, some Greek mythology stuff mixed in, which was cool. Uh, a lot of cool uh, abilities to summon from the from the gods uh, to destroy stuff. It was cool. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, and I always pl- I always played those games with the uh, cheat codes turned on too. If I ever played against on skirmish, just to just to summon the is mo- to or summon uh, build the the coolest stuff possible, the fastest. Yeah, uh, yeah I w- I'm no I'm no good at them, but I do 
I like it. I like playing them every now and then. That sounds like it sounds like me and video games in general. Not really good at them, but I enjoy them. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it depends on the genre with me. So Yeah, I as far as like StarCraft goes, like I, I have like a very distinct memory of playing it with a girlfriend a few times. Like she was like super into it and like I was like, Okay, this is kinda cool and but that, that like I, I owned the battle box at one point in my life and I just never played it. Like I, I went through this thing of like God, I'd say like maybe early 2000, maybe late, or about, probably like late 2001. I got a, I got a, a little bit of a throwback here. A Sony Vio, you know, a brand that doesn't even exist anymore with a mini disc uh, recorder and player built into it. And it was like a kind of then like top of the line. Like, I mean, you, I could have like, I could have gone and played and bought any computer game and it would handle it just fine. And I ended up going back to like playing like X-Wing and I got Starcraft and I was like, oh good, my computer can run this easily now. And I just ended up playing X-Wing for like months, so. I've never played X-Wing. I've heard, I know, I know people that did always always talk it up quite a bit. That one and, uh, TIE Fi- and TIE Fighter, I think, was the other one. I think ultimately There's TIE a... Fighter is a better game, but it yeah. can be uh, it can be ridiculously yeah, hard because uh, the TIE Fighter, TIE Interceptor, and TIE Bomber don't have shields, and it makes it very hard to manage. Yeah, it's uh, that a lot of those '90s Star Wars games. I just don't, I don't really have any experience with like uh, Dark Forces and that, and like what Jedi Knight, and Jedi Outcast, uh, those uh, those games. I don't have a lot of experience with, or I, even like seeing them played. I don't really don't really have much of there either. Yeah, I think Dark Forces was the first person shooter, right? Yeah, that also introduced Crouch into first person shooters. That was the first game to do that. Oh, kind of, that's uh, interesting. So. It's yeah. um, I vaguely remember playing it, but it doesn't really stand out. And I think my experience with it's pretty minimal because the computer we had when I was a kid was like, it wasn't bad, but I mean, I was running through DOS and playing anything through DOS was just, oh god, just a memorization of these like, just you know, inputs that ugh, it just took forever to get anything going. Like I remember having to do like a like a four string of commands just to play like SimCity two thousand. <laughs> it's not a. Uh, it's not like today where you just you know download it in, and it installs by itself and then you just click on the icon like you yeah you, know, you had to go from Windows to DOS and then type in like three commands to get to it. And it's like okay, God, it's like C colon slash gives a shit. So it's kind of like uh, you know I think I talked about this before at some point. But it was kind of like when the Xbox 360 came out and the PS3 was kind of new. Like, I'd want to start playing my PS3 more often, so i plug it in. Or, you know, i I turn it on and go plug in a game. The game would need to update, and it would take so long to update that I would just turn on my 360 and play something else and lose interest in my PS3. So that was kind of a lot of the DOS games for me. Okay. It just took so yeah, long, just... and the NES was literally, like, you know, five feet to my right. And I was like, I'm just going to play the NES. I'm good. Yeah, just those. It's it's all before my time, so yeah, I would have to. It's yeah, I don't think I'll ever probably get get around to playing any of those. They probably wouldn't have the same same effect on me either as they had on people that played them at the time. So. No, 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 no. I wouldn't yeah. worry about that. So anyway, I think that yeah. covers everything we've been playing. So uh, yeah, why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back with a couple other segments.
we're back. And starting off, we are going to do everyone's favorite segment that has been um, kind of shortened the last couple weeks, or last couple shows because I didn't buy much, but uh, is back in full force now because of a few Steam sales and a Humble Bundle. Uh, John, what segment is this? Uh, this is Jason's Ultra Sham junk, junk Pile EX Plus Alpha Arcade Edition. Okay, so. All right, let's start this off here. We have got uh, Abaddon the Black Fortress on Steam. Uh, I think I mentioned it before. Is that Spiderweb Software? They did a, or it's kind of like an old school RPG, basically. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I have no mouth and I must scream on good old games. Oh, okay. Damn. Haven't gotten that. Haven't gotten to play that yet, but I definitely want to get to that one because I've always heard just how like fucking crazy that game is. Uh, D on good old games. Uh, Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World and Yarn Poochie okay. Amiibo. Oh, ooh, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I spent the extra 10 bucks yeah. on the Amiibo. It's pretty darn cute. Kind of had to go with it, so. Uh, I got banished on good old games. Uh, and then, oh, you know, we kind of went on this. I, I talked about it a little bit. I fell off Fire Emblem, so I was like, or Fire Emblem Heroes. Hero? Is that? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. The the mobile one. I can't keep these straight. Yeah, he, Heroes. Fire Heroes. Emblem. There's 600 Fire Emblem games coming out in the next year. So, anyway, um, I kind of got on this, like, strategy RPG kick on the iPad. And I wanted, so I kind of, like, started looking around and i found i started uh i bought legna tactica which was on the ds and then i was like wait this looks like an ios game and i went and found it on ios for like six dollars less than it was on the 3ds i was like oh, i'm <laughs> get it there uh i think it's called uh partia the broken lineage which is very literally okay. a fire emblem game it looks like an nes famicom fire emblem game and it has the same uh rock paper scissors mechanic to it um the writing's pretty bad um i don't know if you saw that uh post i made about the about the anal lords or anus lords or uh, yeah, yeah. anus lords yeah that was that was that yeah, game. I, was like, I, I did I'd... somebody somebody either fell asleep at the wheel on that or somebody was really trying to get by uh the uh the censorship thing and just was like hey let's go with it let's spell anus differently so uh legend of ex Extona? I don't know how you would say that. I-X-T-O-N-A. Extona would be my guess. So, those are the three. I Ixtana. Ixtana. Okay, let's go with that. Uh, sure. I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're just kind of guessing here on these. So, those are the three that I bought. Uh, really, outside of the terrible writing, I think, I think that Partia or Partia is the best one that I bought out of those. So, uh, next one is another good old games one. And hold on, I just actually close the game. There we go. Uh, it's Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura. It is a, speaking of Obscura, uh, it's a kind of an, I'd say 15 year old like PC RPG. So, I mean, if, if you're sort of sensing the kind of like PC RPGs I like just from the things I've bought recently, you're probably on, on the right footing there. Um, <laughs> Stronghold HD, which is another like kind of castle building, yeah, uh, Age of Empires type thing. Not yeah. nearly as good as that. I kind of played it for like an hour. No, I played it probably about two and a half hours, and I kind of just fell off of it. So I was just like, yeah. But it was like three dollars. Yeah, I've heard those are. I've heard those are like me. Those are decent to mediocre ones of those kind of games. Yeah, I would say I would say it's pretty mediocre. And I was just like, you know what? I have Age of Empires too. Why don't I just play that instead? So uh, ended up being what I did. Uh, Caesar three. And Pharaoh and Cleopatra, Queen of the Nile on good old games. So not more of those type of games. 
Uh, Abaddon 2, The Corruption, the, you know. <laughs> so before yeah. even playing the first one, I bought the sequel. But every week, those Abaddon the, or the Spiderweb software games have been going on sale for like $3. So just like I've just been buying them as they come out. Because so, they're normally 10 bucks and they go on sale for 3 I'm like, eh, for $3, I'll, I'll kick in some cash there. No big deal. Okay, so here's the big one because it was um, the Star Wars bundle I bought. So, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't uh, I didn't redeem all of the codes yet because I had some of them already on Steam. Uh, so we've got <laughs> Star Wars Empire at War Gold Pack, Star Wars Shadows <laughs> of the Empire. I was actually kind of wanting to buy that just because remember how oh, terrible Shadows it was. Of the Empire. Yeah, that's a pretty bad that, game. Yeah, that game. That game's hard. <laughs> I think it's hard because it's just bad. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rogue Squadron 3D, Rebel Assault. Wait, wait. Rogue what? Squadron 3D. Yeah. What's, it's like a... basically just Rogue Squadron, just um, on the PC. I, I, thought Rogue, I thought Rogue Squadron was in 3D. It, like, it was. Remember? It it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This is how they sold it on PC, basically. And, yeah. Okay. This this was uh these were uh, selling tactics on the PC in like '98. So interesting yeah, all right yeah different different era yeah it's yeah yeah uh, just be glad you don't come from that era sometimes I'm, sometimes i'm like god as much yeah love as people have for that era sometimes i'm like god i'm so stupid anyway uh star wars rebel assault and rebel assault 2 the hidden empire uh neither one yeah. of those really that great of a game um i'm kind of half thinking about seeing if i can figure out a way to stream those it just it's on my laptop so i'd have to figure out how to do that just logistically just because of how like bad they kind of are. I remember playing them like when they came out and I just remember being underwhelmed beyond all belief on those. Um, Star Wars Starfighter, which is a, no, it's not even really that recent. It's like 15 years old now that I'm thinking about it. It's probably the most recent game out of these that came out. Um, is, that a, is that a GameCube game? Uh, yeah, actually it also came out, it was a PS, yeah, it was like PS2 and I think GameCube, but um, it's also on the yeah, PS4 yeah. right now. They did, it's one of those like uh, Yeah, yeah, it's, Okay, I know, I know, what, I know what that game is now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, get it. We were just kind of talking about this Jedi Two, Jedi Outcast. Yes, that's. Uh, I've heard good things about that game. Yeah, so, I'm kind of. That's one of the ones I actually want to try. Uh, Battlefront Two. I actually played that on the X, the original Xbox back in the day, and liked it quite a bit. Uh, I play. I played it on the PS2. Uh, it's a. It is a good console battlefield if you haven't played battlefield before like the but it's it's a little more bare bones but if you like star wars it's probably your jam uh it's a little it, the new one is okay also it's it's kind of it's kind of, it's kind of bare bones it's also it's even more bare bones than those are yeah because there's like it's literally like, almost no single player campaign in that at least the first and the second one had a had a i don't want to say hefty but a pretty substantial single player campaign so I got a better feel for the game before I went online and just got totally destroyed by people who had already figured it out. Cause I got it kind of late in the game at that point. Like it, I think when it came out, like I was kind of just getting back into video or no, no, I, I was, it was sort of my era. Like I wasn't playing uh, video games very much. So it came, it came out in like Oh five. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Oh five. So yeah, that was yeah. kind of the era. I wasn't really playing video games that, that much. And then I think it was like a month or like a couple months later was when I got, um, Dragon Quest Seven, and that brought me back into video games, like kind of whole hog. So, yeah, I was. What would I have been playing in 05 Other than that, I don't even remember. I have to think about it. This, uh... I could even be off by a year. I don't know. Like I, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was two thousands. Yeah. No, it, this was yeah. So this game was probably about a year old when I started. Over a year old, probably a year and a half old when I started playing it. Because it was, I think I bought it when I was working at GameStop. So, and that 
I think it was like 2007 because I had started working there like shortly after the 360 launched. So yeah, it was like 2007 because the or no, it was 2006 because the 360 launched in 2005. Jesus Christ. Okay. Man, that's God. I'm starting to feel old. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, these things I, are all starting yeah, to blend together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. God, that, that is weird to think about. That console is 12 years yeah. old. Yeah, I played so many games on those consoles on that generation of consoles yeah yeah i mean it's weird to think about that the wii is you know 10 years old now and the ps3 is 10 years old it's like god that's that's a it's a hard thing to kind of fathom sometimes anyway uh yeah. let's get through the segment here uh star wars galactic battleground saga uh, i think it's a like a rts type thing uh yeah i think so x-wing versus tie fighter balance of power uh x-wing alliance and i think that's all of them yeah there was there was more that were in there i think it was like i th- think x-wing was in there but i already have that and i think okay. tie fighters in there and i think i already have that too but yeah whatever so that was that was the whole bundle there um so it was all p all, all p all on the pc yeah all pc or uh no no force unleashed in there did that came did those ever come out on the pc yes they did actually i'd already had those because they were on yeah. steam sale for like three dollars like a few or like a year ago so, so those games are i remember those games are fun for a little bit they're the, pretty okay. uh, they're short yeah they're sh- they're short uh they're they're not too bad yeah, the second one kind of went a little. I don't know. It tried a little too hard. I think at the dark net, at the dark thing, but I think the first one did a much better job of it. So, uh, yeah. let's see. Titan Quest Anniversary Edition, One Way Heroics. Oh man! Uh, wait, when did okay. Titan Quest come out? What, um, what is it? 06? You know, I don't know. Um, I take screenshots of the app that I use to like, yeah. catalog everything I have. And the anniversary edition came out in 2016, so I'm guessing that it did come out in 2006. I just remember when I was young, uh, at least for when, <laughs> when, when I was young. You mean like yeah, what today? When, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I was younger, uh, being being jealous of people that could play that game because when I look at, would look at screenshots and see what it was, everything that was going on. Because I love, I like Greek mythology. I like Greek mythology. Yeah. So even even when I, especially when I was younger, I was way into it. So I was always jealous of people that I got to play that game. <laughs> it's I I played it since and it's 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 good. It's not it nothing crazy nothing's crazy, but it's it's a good one of the, one of those. It's uh, it was one of those Diablo games I actually wanted games. to play when it first came out, but by that time my my computer was so outdated and I had spent two thousand dollars on that thing and I was just like I'm not upgrading. Fuck you. So <laughs> yeah, PC gaming is great if you want to spend you know. $300 every three months to keep yourself up to date. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah, console gaming sucks. Anyway, uh, One Way Heroics on Steam. Um, kind of this, like, goofy little RPG. There was um, a, a semi-sequel, semi-remake sort of thing called uh, One Way Heroics that came out on the PS4, Vita, and Steam, I think, earlier this year or later. La- or no, it was later. It was, like, late last year, so... Uh, this, th- again, this was another Steam sale. The putting stuff on my wish list and Steam sales are, have become the bane of my existence. So, yeah, I'm just kind of like, I'll get the email, like, Here, this game's on sale. I'm like, ooh, cool, dude. Like, that one was like $2. Uh, this next one was 50 cents. Super Trench Attack. It's a, uh, basically a stick shooter with RPG elements, or a twin stick shooter with RPG elements that takes place during World War One. Count me in. And it's pretty <laughs> neat, so... <laughs> Yeah. All right. It sounds all right. That sounds interesting. For fifty cents, I, so, I was like, "This can't yeah. be. This this can't be so bad that it's not worth fifty cents." I'm uh, hoping it doesn't prove me wrong. Anyway, um, 
God, that would be really bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've I played some games that I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. If was, I, you know, I bought a Clive Barker's Jericho again for... Yeah. I was streaming that. Um, I don't know if it was worth the d- dollar I paid for it. That game's bad. Yeah, it's not good. That was bad, that was bad when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> the game's not good. Yeah, it really hasn't aged very well, um, particularly, so... I mean... I mean it, uh, it's not surprising because it was terrible when it came out. So I hate to see what it was like now. I thought the story uh, was kind of interesting. I just don't remember the characters being so poorly written. The dialogue being so poorly written. And now that I, you know, I, I went, was, went back to that first chapter because Gore actually was interested in playing it just because it seemed kind of hokey. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll stream through it for you. I'll pick it up for a dollar and stream through it. And you can watch. And I was like, I, I messaged him. Like, I don't think I can finish this game. It's, it's, I already have all the achievements for it that I can get. And I don't think I want to play it anymore. So. I, I remember it being really bland too, just like environment wise. It's just not kind of, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, the whole game is pretty just bleh. I mean, it's a big pile of bleh, basically. Like, there's just a lot of cursing, and I think I even commented on the video, like, oh, hey, there's the lesbian character who's so lesbian that every time somebody makes a comment about a dick, she's like, I don't like dicks. Basically. It's like, okay, I get it. I, I get it. And then this other, Oh, anyway, cause she's, Oh, cause she's a lesbian. Yeah. So she doesn't like penises. Okay. And then you'd have the, oh. the character who, who wants to have sex with her and keeps like, Hey, you know, you've never tried one. Maybe you should try one. And it's just like, okay, you know, I, uh, who wrote the uh, Clive Barker could go kill himself and put himself in the middle of this game. So, yeah, uh, if this is, if this is his quality of writing. I want him to go away. So anyway, uh, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, RFL, uh, it is a, like a, I don't know, like an RPG maker, uh, like JRPG game, basically. It looked kind of funny, but it was like a dollar. So again, uh, verdict guilty. This is by the same company that made that super trench attack. And it is a, uh, is a 2d fighting game, like street fighter type game. Um, except you're, you can fight as criminals or cops and they're all like, um, how did you put it? Anime as fuck. Anime as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's it's. I, I I played about I don't know three or four matches of it. And I was like, okay, this game is pretty fucking ridiculous. It's it's actually not a bad fighting game. I'm sure if I got more into it, it would be pretty bad because it's. I doubt it's very deep because I think normally it's like five dollars, and I bought it on sale for like a dollar three or something stupid. So I was like, ah, eh, you know, I got. I think I got my money's worth out of that. Um, I am gonna really struggle with this one say or how to how to pronounce it uh it basically plays like a Mega Man X uh, Mega Man 3 type game like if you, if you put oh, these okay. things together except it's you play as like a um well the whole game is anime girl as fuck basically uh it is uh... Rosen <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've ever noticed this uh sometimes it seems like Japan's got a weird obsession with like German yeah, 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 and that's that's another one of these. Like, uh, R O S E N K R E U Z S T I L E T T E. Yeah, you want to try uh, that? <laughs> can you t- can you type it out for me? <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't sure. Yeah, here, hold on. Let's see. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, or here, you know what? I will. Oh Jesus Christ! Here, I'll send you the screenshot of it because it's 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 ridiculous. I I don't know what the hell. Let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm sure this is terribly exciting for the listener. So they're on the edge of the seats right now. All right, there we go. Nope. 
All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. Rosen, Kreutzstilet, Ugh. Yeah. That's, that's probably as close as either of us is going to get. So let's. let's Rosencrantz see. and Guildenstern. There we go. There we go. <laughs> okay. I can't yeah. even pronounce the developer's name. It is yeah. in brackets and it's E R K A colon E S. <laughs> so, yeah. Good luck with that. Like anyway. A, like a dot hack title. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ogre Battle 64, Person of Lordly Caliber on the Wii U Virtual Console. Because I already All had right. it on the Wii Virtual Console, so I got it for like, I think I got the quote unquote upgrade for two or three dollars. So uh, anytime oh, anything uh, Ogre Battle comes out, nice I, will, the... I will buy. Yeah. yeah, I saw that got released and I was like, I bet Jason likes that game. <laughs> I just saw that it had Ogre Battle in it and I was like, probably a Jason game. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. So. Um, yeah. And then the last few things here I bought on the uh, on the uh, on the flash sale on uh, on PS4, uh, Infamous Second yeah. Son. I feel like I will play that game eventually someday. <laughs> Do you own it or? No, I've, I I liked the first Infamous quite. I thought it was pretty good. I never got onto the second one, so that's why I never played Son. Even though I think it's not, I think it's like a different story. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, Anthony um, really liked it, if I remember right. So. Uh, and then I got Skyforce Anniversary. Oh, wait. Give me a second. I, th- I think I know what that game is, and you made a mistake. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, <laughs> did I? Give, give me a second. Skyforce? Okay. Skyforce Anniversary, yes. It's a, uh, it's a shooter, like Gradius. Uh... Oh, no, okay, no. Uh, false Alarm. Okay. False Alarm. This, this game this game's actually looks looks like it's okay. I, okay. I've seen this game, too. Yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, it looked okay, and it's a shooter. Oh, I think... I, I, Thinking of a game called Sky Battles. It's a it's a uh, it's a PC game, and I think it's Sky Battles, something like that. It's on Steam. It's like a it's like the quality of an N sixty four game that came out in twenty fifteen. Nice, but like not but but like a broken N sixty four game. Oh, so like Republic. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played Republic, but okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Not good. Uh, uh, if, you, if, if, if you have time, I'd, I'd watch the quick look at that on giantbomb.com. Okay. Personally, I recommend that. I recommend that. It's, okay. It's, uh, uh, to be fair, send me, send me the link to that so I remember, because as, as soon as as soon as we're done, I, I will I will completely forget. So. Yeah, it's uh, that's a treat. <laughs> it's a treat. Okay. Uh, only two more games here, then we're done. Uh, Bastard's Tale, which looks like a kind of a two D. Dark Souls type thing? I don't know. A Souls-like. Yeah. I've, I've also heard uh, Soulsborne, and I am I am not a fan of that of that genre name. Uh, I've heard... Uh, a new one I heard was Precision Action was the new was the name of the genre that someone someone came up with. Hmm. It, uh, yeah. I don't know if I like that either. You know, as much as I'm a guy who hates the term Metroidvania, I... I, I it, it still sends so. a shiver down my spine every time I hear it. Um, but exploratory platformer is clunky as all get out and doesn't really convey what people are, or what you're trying to yeah. do. Although I don't know if Metroidvania th- does at this point either, because the last, what, three? No, or, yeah, well, maybe two, sort of. Two Castlevania games have been God of War clones, and the last Metroid game was a weird third-person bullshit team-based shooter, and the one before that was a god-awful 
platformer <laughs> with the t- like one of the worst stories in video games I've ever seen. So I don't. Metroid I don't... Pro- Super Metroid and Metroid Prime are great though. Yeah, yeah, they are. I agree. <laughs> Zero Mission's great too. Original Metroid, no, yeah. but yeah. And um, a, a game that's probably not so great, uh, but I decided I, it's been something I've been wanting to buy since it came out. And yeah, originally, and I when it came out, like I just didn't have the money for it because. Or no, I didn't have the money for it. I think I just lost interest. And then, like, it went on sale a couple times and while I was out with my surgery and I just wasn't taking enough money home to purchase it. So now that it was on sale, I bought Godzilla for the PS4. Oh, man. That was... That's a bold decision you made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know me. Full, <laughs> I, of, full of boldness and decisions and whatnot. I I love Godzilla. I grew up watching Godzilla. I would not purchase that game. That is... uh. Godspeed with you on that one. <laughs> I'm kind of curious to try it because, yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine I've, it can I, be good. I've seen it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's the list. That's the that list. That is that is everything yeah. I bought. I did not calculate a total this week. So, um, and next week you can look forward to some uh, Berserk Band of the Hawk uh, mentioned because that's that's coming out on Tuesday, I believe. So, and I think that's yeah. one of those that I'm going to get on Tuesday because of uh, because of Amazon. So, yeah, I am. Uh, I'll, I'll, I got a new game to talk about next week too. Probably uh, Night in the Woods comes out next week. So, oh, cool. That should be tough. Yeah. All right. Oh, you know what? I just put my iPad away, and that's where I have all the new stuff because we've we've talked about this before. Uh, I don't think Safari and GarageBand and Skype running at the same time is something my Mac likes to do. So, nope. Just meant to double tap. Didn't mean to turn Siri on. So, <laughs> uh, first time I ever turned on a woman with well meaning to. Uh, let's see. Where did our line chat go? Here we go. Okay. So let's go ahead and run these stories down here. Um. God, let's see. Uh, Nipponichi had a big kind of announcement event of stuff that's coming out um, here in America. And one that I've kind of talked about, and, you know, I'm, I'm a particular fan of the series, Ease 8 uh, Lacrimosa of Dana is coming is coming out on the PS4, the Vita out here in, in North America. So I'm, I'm excited about that one. Oh, and you know what? That's right. Ease Origins is coming out uh, next week too. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I think I'll play that. I will play that game eventually. So I, when uh, I just got too much coming up. But yeah, that no, game it, 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 it intrigues me. Yeah, it intrigues me. You know but, what? I'll uh, play it, and I will let you know if it's a good entry point. Um, like I said, I think like Ease Oath and Fulgana and Seven are like great entry points to that series. There's a few games in that series, and I'm like, eh, you can skip them. Like, but like Oath and Fulgana and Seven are like great games. And Origin, from what I remember, kind of plays like them, but I don't know like how much it plays like them. Like I don't like the longevity of it. I don't know how how well it goes into that. So anyway, um, there's we're also getting Cloudune Returns. This is Sengoku. Another it's only coming out on the PS4. That seems like a, that seems like a total total Vita game because the last two Cloudune games were the PSP now that I'm thinking about it. So uh, we talked about this maybe about three shows ago, the silver case, uh, wasn't that Suda 51? Yeah. That game is weird. Even for a Suda game. <laughs> that's, that's saying a lot. So yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I couldn't even, I could not wrap my head, my head around it really about it. But mostly about why anyone would play it. 
<laughs> I think it's just because at this point it's a pseudo game and like, oh hey, we we never got this. We should get it. So I don't know. It's he's one of those developers that I'm I kind of respect what he does, but at the same time, it's like I don't understand the obsession that some people have with him. It's like he does interesting stuff, but interesting doesn't always equate out to good. So um, let me see. We're also getting Tohu Kabuto verse or V uh, burst battle. Uh, which, God, I'm trying to remember, like, I, I'm not really familiar with that series, but I remember, like, something, like, way back in my brain, like, tells me, like, oh, you should like this, and I think it's just because, like, I like the music from a few of the games, like, I've heard it on, um, on the TuneIn radio app I, or when I, I use when I'm writing, like, I think some songs from that, from those games have popped in before, and it's just like, oh, every time I've looked and seen, like, oh, what, what is this from, and I look, I'm like, oh, tofu. I've never heard of this series before, so I think that might be the only thing that's triggering that thought in my head. Uh, <laughs> Tokyo Tattoo Girls, I, I don't know. Coldcept sure. Revol- Cold Revolts, which um, is a weird board slash card game, um, and the guy on the like the image of this game has more muscles on the side of his abdomen than most people have in their entire body. It's just really weird. This guy. This guy is doing every form of sit-up and ab crunch that you can possibly imagine doing, apparently. So. <laughs> uh, RPG he only Maker, does ab crunches. What was that? He only does ab crunches. Yeah, I mean, the rest of him looks like shit, but god damn, does he have a... Does he... I mean, he just looks shredded in his abs. The rest of him's kind of <laughs> doughy, but... Uh, then we have RPG Maker. I don't know if it's Fez or just Fez or Fess. Uh, Disgaea 5, complete, coming to the Switch. I, yeah, I don't really... Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's read. I guess it's read out for the switch. I, I, yeah, I'd say read out. I have no idea what that is. So it's uh, Nicholas Nicholas Pups, though. They emphasize that. I don't know what that means. Yeah, uh, I don't know who Nicholas is. You know what? That is that is. I am really thinking about something here, and you know, it, it, I don't think it's really worth working up. Um, okay, next bit of news. I don't know why this is coming out but we have uh, oh yeah way yeah. of the huddo mode coming to ultra street fighter 2 for the switch and everything i've seen of it it looks like dog shit it looks like one I of those just, things i think i just literally quoted mark mcdonald from 84 play uh, okay it looks fucking terrible how's that it, it looks like the, the kind of shit they put on the wii just because like it's like motion control and it's first person and it's wave based and it's just stupid like, if anyone that's playing Street Fighter, that's buying Street Fighter Two again, does it is not gonna be playing that mode? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so. I can't imagine. Yeah, so um, going from the absolutely stupid to absolutely stupid, but probably in a in a fun way. Um, Noctis in Final uh, Fantasy Fifteen yes. is getting a a cup or a cup noodle helmet to wear in game. Yeah. And, it's, yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this outside of the fact I will probably put this on a stupid head. So. He does have a stupid head. It would cover up his helmet hair, his literal hel- helmet hair. Yeah. Looks like fucking Magneto. He looks like Magneto. He's like, <laughs> I don't, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, no, I'm going to skip this next bit here just because I want to get to it here in a sec, or maybe save that for last just because it's actually, I think, something to talk about. Um, but this next or this next one I'm gonna bring up, um, 
I don't know if you caught this. Um, well, Johnny probably noticed it, but maybe uh, dear listener at home, maybe you didn't know this. Uh, a a Wii or a Wii U, <laughs> a Switch got out into the wild yeah. basically, and yeah, somebody was showing it off, uh, showing the UI. Uh, Polygon's actually, as much as I don't go to that site for anything, but any anything that doesn't have Matt Leone's name on it, um, they've actually got a good few write-ups on it, and including like it looks like there's a universal uh, purchasing system for your games now, which is nice. So I guess as maybe as they roll out for the switch, um, we might, I might actually be able to bring up some of my virtual console games um, as they roll out, which God knows when that will be, but because they still haven't mentioned anything about virtual console and the console's out in two weeks. Uh, oh, and sort of on that topic, I guess I won't find out because I, uh, I'm not going to get the switch. I decided against it. I can't see oh, okay. spending, Nearly, let's say four hundred and fifty dollars to play Zelda, because it's a three hundred dollars yeah. system. I'm gonna buy the controller, the Pro controller, and then fifty dollars for the, or you know sixty dollars for the game. I'm like, I can't justify that when I've got a Wii U sitting right there. So it's like, yeah, let's just get it on the Wii U. I doubt it's gonna make that much of a difference looks wise. So, but yeah, it'll probably be fine. This um, this has been rather, rather an interesting story. Like I was originally following it on a. On Twitter with uh, Wario sixty four, and people were like, "This is this sounds hokey as shit." There's something weird going on here with this story. It turns out that this guy had gotten the switch from somebody who stole it, and Nintendo took it away, or asked asked this guy to send it back because it was stolen. Um, it, it's this really weird story. Kotaku actually has the article up for it, but it was. This guy sent it back, didn't really explain why, and everyone was just like, "What the hell? Something sounds like it's something sounds like it's funny going on here." And then um, it, came, it comes out later that he he had received it and found out it was stolen property, and he sent it back to Nintendo. So who knows what's gonna happen with that? But yeah, it's uh, yeah a little weird. But I, and he he also was kind of skeevy about it because he was trying to sell it on Reddit. So yeah, it's there's a, it's there's a, a weird lot of layers story. to this one. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say. It's a. It's just odd. Is a. It's. He got. I don't. He got it from someone that stole it, which is a. Is. It, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it does make you wonder, like, what in the hell was going on with that to begin with? I mean, there's clearly, clearly something going on with that. But I guess we'll. I guess we can just. Yeah. yeah. We can speculate all we want. Maybe the truth will come out eventually. But I do wonder, like, what the ramifications for this long term are going to be for this guy. Um. Like if there's going to be any like legal action and how much of an investigation is going to go on because, you know, odds are he probably was in on it if I had to wager a guess. So <laughs> I don't think you uh, just randomly come across a, a guy selling a switch and he gives it to you and you're like, oh, yeah, OK, there's nothing skeevy about this at all. You know, it's like clearly this had been stolen or it was somebody in the press who got one early and was under an NDA and shouldn't have sold it anyway so it's like your first thought should be well this is weird why did am i getting this two weeks early you know or three weeks early nearly at that point so anyway um and the last bit of news on my end here uh nintendo announced that they are going to have a dlc for the legend of zelda breath of the wild i there's there's been a pretty like i'd say vocal i guess minority on both sides of like eh, people pissed off about it people like like oh that's great news i'm kind of like right in the middle like i expected it it's kind of silly not to think that they would spend this much time making this world and to just kind of like leave it dead after the game like 
and yeah, uh, some of the stuff seems a little ridiculous. Like, there's a shirt with a Switch logo Link can wear, which I yeah, I got no interest in that. I'm like, why? Why? I mean, I can understand like if it was. I don't know. I, I think the Switch logo is like not vague enough, but like they could have worked it into like a tunic design or something like that, and it wouldn't have been yeah. very obvious. But just a T-shirt with a Switch logo on it, it's like oh, okay, that's that's way too fourth wall breaking for me. Um, there's also going to be a new hard mode, which is weird because that doesn't that implies maybe that there's going to be a hard mode, but maybe not. Also, like I don't know. It's Nintendo's been incredibly cryptic and vague about this, and part of me thinks it's because they don't really know what the hell is going on with this thing yet. So, um, there. Let's see. Let's see the first or the so there's two bits of DLC basically. The first one comes out this summer. Yeah. That's gonna be Cave Trials, or Cave of Trials, which is basically just like clear a floor and then go down to the next floor and see how many and see how far yeah. down you can make it down. They they added that, this into well, Twilight Princess. Yeah, did you have to be the wolf for that though in the Twilight Princess thing? Um, you know what? I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, I think you had to be the wolf for that. I didn't actually bother with them because I didn't really care. So, uh, adds as as we said before, a new hard mode and a new feature for the in-game map. Which I haven't. That's so vague. I don't. Yeah, it's it's a compass. I mean, waypoints. It could be anything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not some something that's like. They should have had it to begin with in there, but it's, yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I don't see them doing that. I think Nintendo's done a pretty good job with uh, their DLC as far as like yeah. what they bring. Yeah. It's never something that it feels like. Well, this should have just been here to begin with. Um, but this is just Vegas all get out. So who knows? I guess we'll see maybe as time goes on. So it comes out in the summer. So I'm looking forward to finding out about a week before it comes out. So. <laughs> Because that's just how Nintendo rolls with information. Because we're two weeks away from the Switch launching, and we still don't know most of anything about this system. So, um, yeah, the only reason we've seen the user interface for this thing is because some because of that guy who had the stolen one. So, um, and the second one comes out this holiday season, meaning we'll probably see it sometime next summer. Uh, would be my guess. Uh, <laughs> it contains challenges, a new dungeon, and a new original story. So, who knows? And I'm sure people are going to be up in arms. I think the big thing that people are up in arms about is like a story thing. It's like, well, that should just be there. It's like, well, okay, if they're taking this long to develop it and add it into the game, that means they would have pushed this game out until this holiday season. So, no, let's just deal with the DLC. It's $20. Games are really not that expensive these days, if you think about it. Like, I remember paying, you know, $80, $90, $100 for games on the 64 So, $60, you know, 15 nearly 20 years later isn't that bad and then a $20 investment um my my only concern is like you can't buy these things individually it's just a season pass basically and that's the end of it it's just a little weird like i would kind of be in for the new story thing and maybe the new dungeon but like the rest of the i'm, I'm kind of like i don't care about the hard mode i i, I don't know what this in-game map feature thing is i the cave of trials thing is totally throwaway for me i, I probably won't ever try it because i don't care that that much i don't I don't want to say I don't go to Zelda for combat, but I don't go to Zelda for combat. So it's like, okay, it's by and large, yeah, this thing is going to kind of be a wash for me, but uh, I'll buy it anyway. I think $20 isn't too bad though. You do get, uh, even if you're not going to use it all, there is a decent amount of stuff in there from what, oh, yeah. at least from, from the outside looking in, 
what they what they've listed. It sounds like a decent amount of stuff for twenty dollars. Yeah, I'm, I've I've seen much worse for much less and much worse for twenty dollars being sold for twenty dollars. So it's uh, yeah. It's I, a it's a wait, it's just a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll get it. I'm I'm going to support Zelda. I always do. Um, I mean, I'll. Uh, oh, and the other thing too, mentioning about the Switch. The other thing too is the that Master Edition, the one that comes with like the Master Sword and everything. Um, that is nigh impossible to find, and the pre-orders for it are just totally sold out. So I would kind of rather just track down a copy of that, and maybe probably end up spending two two hundred fifty dollars on that, and then get it on the Switch, or and, and then get the Switch, and then have to dump the money on the controller. And a copy of the game I'd probably actually play, so I'd kind of rather my investment go towards that because I'm I'm going to get this thing and I'm going to get it before the the prices just go up because there was a Hyrule Warriors Collector's Edition that I was thinking about getting, but it goes for a couple hundred dollars now. And I mean I don't even like Hyrule Warriors, but it's just sort of a, as a collector's item thing. And me being a Zelda guy, it's like yeah. So this uh this Master Edition thing is going to be the thing I, I I spend most of the money on that I was going to spend on the Switch, and I would just rather buy it on the Wii U and sort of the last. Last thing I buy on the Wii U for the most part, outside of maybe a couple virtual console purchases. So, so sounds weird to think that you know that's the last game on there, and I'm not upgrading right away for it. But like I said, that that Master Edition, I, there have been so many elusive uh, collector's edition of Zelda games that have that I've just never been able to get my hands on. And this is one I do not want to miss. Uh, I'm I'm old enough. I make enough money that I can just. Like okay, if this ends up running me two hundred fifty dollars or whatever, I will I'll, I'll I'll fork over the cash. That's fine. I don't have a problem with it. So, whereas like uh, I think the Oracle games and the Majora's Mask one, I, I they're just things I can't track down. Like even when they pop up on eBay, they're like six, seven, eight hundred dollars, and just like I I can't fork over that kind of cash. So, I mean, I could, but yeah, I don't know if I want to. So, <laughs> especially for the Majora's Mask one, I'm not that big of a fan of that game. So. Yeah, that's a weird one. It's, I think it's a little overrated. It's cool in some parts. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's a. Yeah. I don't know if overrated is the right word. I think the resurgence in love for it that people got and a lot of like people are kind of like, not a lot of people. Let's say a lot of uh, game journalists, especially some that I'm not particularly fond of, like, oh, it's the best Zelda game. It's my favorite. And I'm like, Okay, that's of course that's the because yeah, it's the oddball one. So of course you like it because you're just the dainty little oddball, aren't you? A couple yes. people on this podcast probably know exactly who I'm talking about, but or who you know <laughs> are on this podcast normally know exactly who I'm talking about. But I'm just not going to name names because I mean, what's the point in that? So um, I I, I still say Leech of the Past is uh, you know what? Um, actually, it was on Game Informer this week. Or the Game Informer show. Yeah, Tech. I, I look. Yeah. I read, I read the uh, I read the list they put up on the site too. Their uh, their ordered list they did. That's right. Yeah. Did they they put Link to the Past as number one? Right. They did. They okay. did. I want to say they might have put Majora at two. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't agree. I yeah. think that's middle tier. Maybe. I mean, I don't. I I think Skyward Sword's a worse game than it. So I'll, I'll I don't think that. you can. I don't think you can put Majora in front of Ocar- Ocarina. In my opinion, I just it's. I agree I, with that. Yeah, I just don't think it's it's not better than Ocarina. It's 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 just a different take on the formula of Ocarina, but it's not better than Ocarina. I you know what? I wouldn't even say it's a different take. It is it is an 
it is almost its own game. Like it almost doesn't fit in, into being a Zelda game, but it kind of does in its own way. Um, I just think the Ocarina time is stuff a is cool. I, I do think the time stuff is cool. It's uh, in the side. Some of, there's some really cool side quests in there using the time mechanic. But it's it's kind of a, it's just tedious a lot of the time yeah. in a way that I don't want I don't want a Zelda game to be. Yeah. Um. Getting back to what I was saying, like Gantak on the latest Game Informer show said, like it's the best Zelda game, and it might be like one of the best games ever made. If not, I mean, hands down for me, it's the best Zelda game, and I go back and forth between it and Tactics Ogre or the remake of Tactics Ogre. Ultimately, I think a link to the past might be the better game, but I, I don't know. It's like I said, I go back and forth between those two a lot, but I, I think a link to the past is just the perfect personification of that series to a point. It's also the game that sort of set the template for every single Zelda game, not every, but nearly every single Zelda game that came out after it. And it, I think it also did it the best. It's, it's, it's yeah. weird. Normally the sequel, like you would think like the, the next one in line, like Ocarina of Time that followed that structure would be the better one. But I think a link to the past does it so well that like Ocarina of Time just felt way too padded out and it drug in some areas where I, I, I think like a link to the past, just it, it hits so well and I don't think it really ever like bogs down anywhere in the game. I can't think of a certain part of that game that I don't like. There's no, like the water temple in, in a link to the past. Like there isn't. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, if to give people a sense of how well that game has aged, I am again, I'm young and that is my favorite Zelda game. And that is, that game is came out, I think three years before I was born. 92. I (laughs) want to say, I think 91, 91, 92. So I was, it was two to three years before I was born. Yeah. So that gives people an idea of how good that game is and how well it's aged. That's, that is a fantastic video game. Yeah. It's, it really is just a marvelous video game. And I, I can't imagine there's anybody who's listening to this podcast and hasn't played it. But I mean, if for some ungodly reason you haven't played A Link to the Past, I mean, that is one of those games that like it deserves to be purchased on the virtual console every single time that it's available. I, it's $8 and it's $8 for one of the finest games ever made plain and simple. I mean, you know, you're going to get games that I don't want to say like, you know, that are great right now, but in, you know, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, are you going to look back and think like, Oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto five was, was great. You know, that's kind of one of those things. It's good in the moment. Let's see how well it ages in about 20 years. Whereas a link to the past, like, you know, I mean, that game is, 25 years old now somewhere in that ballpark and it's still marvelous it still plays wonderfully today and it still looks good i i think like art wise it's a little roundy a little bubbly but for the most part i like, like the I, yeah i like the art yeah I, I enjoy it and it's and the puzzles in that game are great like i i there was one that i got stuck on when i was a kid um like i had the strategy guide for it when it came out i just my first time through it i refused to use it and i'm sitting there like the ice palace in um in the dark world. And I got, I just could not figure out what to do. And my grandma was sitting there watching me getting frustrated. And I got to this part with the statue. She's like, well, why don't you try pulling on the statue's tongue? And sure enough, that did exactly what I needed to do. And I never had an issue with the game after that. I was like, (laughs) my grandmother had, so I always had this like fond memory of like my grandma, you know, like helping me through that game. The the one time, like I, I literally was going to crack open the strategy guy to figure out what I was doing wrong. And my grandma ended up getting me right where I needed to be with that. So, I mean, she's also the one who got me into Zelda. It's just, 
she tells me the story like every single time I bring up Zelda, but you know, I kind of let it pass because you know, like grandma's 87 and eventually I'm not going to hear that anymore. And I'm, and so just kind of like, and eh, let her, let her do it. You know, you're going to miss it when it's gone. But like she worked at the store and somebody would call, call, call her over the intercom and her name's Florence. And they, and she would say, you know, my name's not Florence it's Zelda. So, you know, they'd start, <laughs> start leaving her alone. And she, um, I think when she bought us our NES, somebody at the Target she was working at was just selling a bunch of NES games for, like, nothing. And she just saw the gold cart and the name Zelda. And that story just was like, oh, I'll try this. I'll You know, it was like $3 or whatever back then. She was like, I'll try this for them. And, you know, how how the hell was she to know that that throwaway line she used to do when she worked at a, at a retailer in New Jersey would end up, like, you know, affecting her grandson for the rest of his life? <laughs> Yeah, that's it's the, it's the best Nintendo game ever made. Yeah, that's a pretty bold statement, and yeah. I'm it's, it's, I'm pretty inclined to agree with you. Yeah, it's better. It there, you can say Super Mario World. You could uh, I would say Mega Man Two is up there, and some people aren't as big on Mega Man. Uh, the, the Metroids, of course, the the good Metroids. Yeah. Uh, the th- yeah. The, and then all like what three of them really? But, when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then of course the 3D Mario's and the Zeldas, but I think peak Nintendo is linked to the past. Yeah. That is like, yeah. Yeah, that is just one of those games. Like I, I don't care what system and how many times they put it on some virtual console thing for me to buy. I'll just. I'll buy it. It's it's my favorite game, <coughs> by and large. Like I said, back and forth between Tactics Ogre, but it's it's such a phenomenal game. So anyway, um, how the hell did we get on the link to the past? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember what were we talking. <laughs> I think yeah. we're talking oh, about DLC, DLC, basically, right? Yeah, and then you and then you brought up Majora, I think. I, oh, you know what I think? To... I think maybe it was that I wasn't buying the Switch, and. Then collector's editions of Zelda, and God, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, so John, you had a couple news stories too, right? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Which should I start with? Oh yeah, these are actually two news stories you wrote on the site. So yeah, I'm looking at which one would I should start out with. Uh, let's go with the Castlevania one first. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so last. Uh, last week, or the week before, I think it might have been last week, uh, at a Netflix event, it was spotted that they would have the title for a series this year called Castlevania Season 1 Part 1. And since then, they've put some more some more news out, to, and some of the people involved with it include like Adi Shankar, Shankar, I'm not exactly sure how to say his name, uh, who wrote, who directed the the short film Power Rangers Un- Unauthorized. I don't know if you ever watched that. It's that like that live action, really dark uh, Power Rangers short. Um, I've, I've put this on Twitter now twice. Uh, hashtag No Amy Joe No Go. So <laughs> it's actually it's actually pretty well done. It's 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 kind of funny too. For, in a, it's like kind of a dark comedy kind of thing. It's uh, it's worth a, a look at least. And uh, Warren Ellis, who wrote Hell the Hellblazer writer. Uh, he's also supposed to be involved, but it's all being put together by uh, Frederator Networks. Hellblazer, yeah, uh, Constantine, I believe it's, or is is it the yeah? I think that's Constantine's. Uh, you are comic, you, comic. you are on, you are on that chip alone. Yeah. I have no idea what the hell that is. Yeah, 
I'm pretty sure Hellblazer is Constantine's uh, comic book series. Uh, yes, uh, you know Keanu Reeves. It's his. Uh, that's oh, his okay. comic yeah, book yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, all this being put together by Frederator Networks, people that uh, behind Adventure Time, which is a very popular show. That's not not for me. I don't really like it that much, but I, people, a lot of people my age and younger quite like that show. And some people my age too for some yeah. inexplicable reason. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, he said that it's going to be, uh, this is his actual quote, R-rated as fuck was his, uh, was how he described Which what Castlevania is going to be. gives me so much hope for it. I, I was, I was so <laughs> nervous about it, but clearly this thing is in the right hands. <laughs> I know. I, maybe that, that could go a couple ways. It could take itself way too seriously, which is something Castlevania should never do. Uh, <laughs> it's or Lords it could just, it could be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could or it could uh, be very tongue in cheek. Like it's Castlevania is full, and I put this in my thing. Uh, full lot of horror tropes, you know. It's got it's every game's got fucking like Frankenstein and um, and the mummy and death in it, and it's yeah, I mean, all the- in the same castle. The first game was basically like you just fighting those old old school movie monsters. I mean, that's really what it boiled yeah. down to. I mean, yeah, it even presented so, itself as a film in the first three. Like, you know, yeah. it's the, the cutscene thing like or the opening sequence would literally like look like it's running on film. So it's like, eh, you know, I, I, I see the nod to it. Yeah, so it it could be cool. I It's, it's most likely going to be animated based on the people that are working on it. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember if they actually said it was yet or not. I think they might have confirmed that. That it was animated. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. 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 It's been confirmed. It's animated. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah. So if you like Castlevania, I'd keep an eye on it. It's. It's going to be on Netflix. If it, you've got Netflix, yeah. I mean, what's it going to hurt to watch the first episode at least? I mean. Yeah. It can't be any worse it, than uh, Simon Belmont was in um, um, in Captain N, the Game Master. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Have you seen that? Hope the yeah. I hope the Mega Man from Captain N makes an appearance too in this uh, in oh, this God. series. Um, but it's so yeah. Keep an eye on it. I it could be like that Devil May Cry anime that came out. It's there's a Devil May Cry anime. The, it's a Devil May Cry anime. Okay. It's well. it's not. It's 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 passable. Okay. It's uh, yeah. So. Yeah, just keep an eye on it. It, uh, it's, it was unexpected, I'll, I'll say that much. Uh, <laughs> maybe unwanted, too, I think might be another word. But... Yeah, may, maybe unwanted. But I'm not, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it, I'll wait, to, I'll judge it when it's out. Yeah, because be. yeah, I, I, I can't wait to have a, uh, a, a R-rated-as-fuck uh, Castlevania. I just, <laughs> oh, God, like I said, that <laughs> bodes so well for it. I just, oh, just... I, just Simon whipping those monsters right on the right on their asses. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, over I, and over again. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's always been some weird undertones to that game series. I mean, but just like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I can get into this. this yeah, I'll give it a chance because I like Castlevania a lot, but I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know how hopeful I am for this. Not very. I I, I know exactly how hopeful I am. Not very. So. <laughs> yeah. So. There's that. And the other news I posted was about uh, E3 made an announcement. <clears throat> uh, and they they are selling tickets to the public uh, for the show this year. 
Uh, they are currently on sale. They went on sale on the 13th, so uh, Monday, I think. Yeah, they're selling, yeah. what, 15000 right? Yeah, so, I mean, they might be gone by now for all I know. Yeah. Uh, 15000 they were initially discounted at $150, $150 for, like, first first come people yeah. and then they were switched to 250 for a regular ticket and they were access to all three days of the show which in, and it includes uh uh panels uh, sh- uh the show floor and some other stuff i don't they don't usually do panels at e3 so they might that might just be a new thing they're adding um it's that's usually more of a like a pax or a comic-con thing um I don't think you'll be getting into press conferences, so I would not uh, bank on that. Yeah, don't it's, don't expect to go behind press- closed doors yeah. and play like secret yeah. Nintendo stuff. Yeah, don't, this is there. That, that that stuff will still be behind closed doors, and the press conferences will still be for the press. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a lot of the stuff is going to be by appointment only. So yes. don't get upset when somebody tells you that you know you can't have something because this is for people for press people who made you know made appointments to check out stuff because they're going to cover it for a site. So, I mean, I've, I've got a friend who works for, who does the booth for Natsume every year. And she's, she's relayed some horror stories about the people let go there that, you know, would kind of sneak in and, you know, it's just like, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of half offered. And if I could uh, justify the, the cost of going down there and the, and actually I, I could get a press pass. She said I, I wouldn't have a problem getting a press pass. Um, but if I could get down there, like I said, I'll be your bouncer for a plushie for harvesting plushie. <laughs> so, cause people uh, were, yeah. people were fighting or like arguing with the Natsume people because they wanted a plushie and they were giving plushie to press appointment people. And I was like, well, I'll sit there and, you know, throw people around if you want to for a plushie that's cool i mean you know as long as it's as long as it's cute it's all good i'll take it <laughs> so so yeah that's that's what they're doing it's it seems a bit desperate to me because uh just to bring in fans it's and not hopefully they have enough room too <laughs> for fifteen thousand extra people in I'm there i don't sure yeah. um i used to go to otakon with a few friends and it's a anime yeah convention out in baltimore and i mean Uh there were thousands of people there so i'm sure they've and i mean e3's always been kind of crowded but i think they probably know like what they can do capacity wise yeah yeah i'm I'm curious as to uh how if they're planning on accommodating this this new change or they're gonna stick to their usual formula i'm assuming they're gonna change it up a bit with how with how they uh set it up to uh, to maybe because those lines are gonna be very long if, um, for especially for the big stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. So. If there's anything that's a half hour line, I wouldn't. I, I let me take it back. I would sit for a half hour and do something. Any longer than that? Nope. Don't care. I, there's something else I can find yeah. to go do. Yeah. Uh, and of course, I I would love to go to E3 at least once just to see what it's like. Same here. Uh, so I, I've been watching. I remember watching it on G4 uh, every year. Um. But now you like there's a bunch of the live streams and news comes out every day. News comes out. People, uh, c- companies hold their own events now. It's just E3 is not as important. Yeah. In any way. Microsoft even yeah. announced that they're doing theirs like Sunday, which is the day before E3. Yeah, I think didn't they do that last year? I think they might have done that last year. Mm. Oh wait, no, E E E A did that. One of somebody did that last year. I'm yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know yeah, Nintendo. Yeah 
doesn't really ever do do it. I mean, they did it last year just for um, Breath of the Wild, like that. But that was kind of the only. I mean, that was the only game they showed, but that was their their main thing there. So I mean, it was they they had a yeah. literal like Zelda like floor show essentially there for people. It was kind of cool, but like I, I don't know. It's now that. <laughs> sort of loosely in the press it's like i could go to this thing and i could go for free you know i could get the press pass without a problem but do i really want to because i you know i know some people on the you know on the we'll say real press side and you know they actually get paid for we're gonna do this for a living and you know you you've got to work hard for that and for me to go like by myself that's too much work for me to do by myself i mean yeah i don't know how happy my wife would be that i ditch them you know, and go yeah. hang out at a video game thing to get maybe four or five news stories written while I wait in lines for five hours. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could figure out something for the next for next year's show. Yeah, I'd like I mean, to go to I'd like to go to one. So I think it would be uh, kind of but... cool if we could coordinate it where more than just like one of us could go, so we could actually like attack yeah. stuff and have a few of us there. But I mean, yeah, we'd have to. Yeah, yeah that would have yeah. to. Yeah, we, that's uh, that's more than it. That's more than a couple months worth of planning, frankly. So. Yeah, I mean, I I probably get more stuff to write about just watching the uh, live streams that I watch during the press conferences. So but, yeah, uh, and uh, Gore and I were like live tweeting the the events last year. Like Gore handled the the uh, the games and junk Twitter feed, and I just did my own, and we kind of retweeted each other just to get stuff out there rather than write news stories. He's like, oh, let's just hit it Twitter and just do it that way. Kind of kind of worked out a little better that way. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's there's that news. So if you look, if uh, I don't know what the ticket situation is now, if they're sold out, now, it's it's been a hasn't quite been a week yet. So uh, just go on the website if, you, if you're interested. It's uh, 13, June 13th to the 15th this year in LA, as always. Well, almost as always. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's exactly what I want to do. The last uh, the last few like couple weeks of me being 34 is go go deal with all that noise <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like a couple weeks before my birthday and i'm like oh I, that would be terrible i don't know if that's what i'd want to do but yeah, especially la in the summer i mean I, I i already live in a hot place for the summer i don't know if i want to go to a place that's nearly as hot plus you know twenty thousand people all crowded into a place a lot of them probably yeah. a lot of manners so or hygiene yeah there's always that so I mean, I kind of understand it maybe from the press side occasionally where, you know, like, you know, they're, they're running for 18 hours back and forth, back and forth to, you know, to events and interviews and meetings and stuff like that. I get that. It's like, they don't have time to do much more than go back, sleep for a few hours and get back to work. But it's like, you know, the guys who are just, you know, bumfuck nobody and kind of posting around, walking around. It's like, you know, you can, you can go take a shower. I mean, it smells like it's been three days and we're only two hours into the show. So maybe you should go take a shower. That'd be good. <laughs> Go, uh, you know, I'm normally not a fan of Axe, but go, go Axe it up, bro. Go, uh, go hit some Old Spice, go Axe it up. I don't care what you got to do. Just, just hit something that doesn't smell like, uh, like the underside of your ball sack. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we should probably, uh, yes, yeah, you know, I, I, I seem to, I seem to always end this on some sort of like bad imagery. So maybe we should, uh, wrap up this nightmare. Let's end this nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Let's end, Let's end it. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, thanks for listening again. Sorry. I'm hosting again. So, uh, tough shit. Good luck uh, until <laughs> until the day that uh, somebody else gets recording equipment and um, 
everyone realizes they don't need me to do this anymore. And they're just like, hey, Jason, just give us the password, upload it, and uh, we'll we'll do separate podcasts. And we'll still do, still do the one with you. Yeah, uh, I'll be hosting an, uh, for the foreseeable future. So anyway, uh, you can follow us online pretty much everywhere at Games and Junk. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Ariola. You can follow John Lucero at John Lucero 777, right? That's correct. Look at me. I'm getting good at this. So, and uh, anyway, that should do it for this week. And we will talk to you guys hopefully next week. If it's as slow as news week as it was, maybe not, but we might have some more uh, games. I think to we'll talk have, about. Yeah, we'll have some games to talk about. Yeah, so maybe at the very least, we'll just come and talk about games for like an hour. So, I was expecting this to be maybe about an hour and we're sitting on like nearly two so i don't know how we manage to do this every week but well here we are so god forbid we actually have anything to talk about and this podcast drags on for eternity so anyway uh in lieu of that we will talk at you guys next time